Native plants thrive in Texas heat with less water. Previously, they were hard to find near Conroe or the woodlands. Till now, select from hundreds of native plants and summer veggies at Nature's Way Resources Garden Center. Bring your dog, kids, and shop over two acres of flowers, vegetables, and plants. Nature's Way experts help you pick the right plants, organic soils, and supplements for success. Nature's Way Resources Garden Center, 45 North at FM 1488, natureswayresources.com. Let's get growing. Welcome to the Home Show Garden Pros. It's time for gardening and landscape tips and advice from Houston's leading garden and landscape experts. Now, here's Sandy Mosier with John Ferguson from Nature's Way Resources Garden Center, just north of the Woodlands, Texas. Greetings, gardeners. We know you are out there and making that list of the sun has been shining and it is just exciting to be able to get back outside. You know, John, we have had, John Ferguson is here this morning taking your calls at 281-833-3333, 281-833-3333. Sometimes we can get into these questions and our Home Show Garden Pros are just so smart and I love that you are attracting so many people who are sort of, they've defined themselves. We've had a few callers who've said, I'm a normal gardener or I'm a new gardener. And I love that, that um, you are so welcoming in being able to answer their questions. Even if it might be basic to you, um, you're helping all of us out. And we so appreciate that. But we had a caller just a few minutes ago talking about getting the seeds from his vegetables. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a new gardener, that sounds like a great idea. So tell me, say broccoli, because okay. we were talking about that. Well, what we consider broccoli, the part we eat, or cauliflower, those are the seed head, the flowers. That's right. That haven't fully opened yet. Okay. And like a lot of things, plants put a lot of nutrition into when they're farming seeds into that area. Okay. So when the seed germinates, it'll have the nutrition it needs. So that's why it makes it good food for us. Okay. Well, when we harvest it, we cut off those potential seed heads. Uh-huh. Therefore, you don't get seeds. That's what I mean. You have to let them go thing. Right. And you had suggested that if he wanted to harvest the seeds, he could grow a couple. Yeah, and like one of them just go to flower. Okay. Like, you know, it's finally open up, and it's actually pretty flowers, and the bees love them. Yeah, I've done that before because I remember one season I neglected it, and I was like, well, okay, I'm forming seeds. This is great. Yeah, and a lot depends on which vegetable we're looking at. Uh-huh. Too. But for those people listening, there was a book by Dr. Bob Randall called Growing Vegetables from Metropolitan Houston. It is a gardener's Bible for the Houston metropolitan area. Oh, nice. Most of the home show garden pros carry it. It's, you know, he ran Urban Harvest, our community garden. <clears throat> it's decades of experience all over the region. Which varieties, when do you plant? It's excellent. Wow, that's great. Okay, so, so Dr. Randall, and he was the one um, who started Urban Harvest. Correct. Nice. <coughs> now, on the broccoli, so let's go back to the seeds. So if he's going to capture the seeds, literally, what is he going to do? Is he going to let them just go into the to his garden, or is he going to capture them? Probably capture them. Okay. What some people do when it's getting close to being ripe, particularly small seeds, you may put a paper bag over it. And tie it that way the seeds will drop, and when it, they open and expel the seeds, you capture them. Right. If they get into the soil, some of the small ones, you'll never find them. Right. 
Okay. All right. That's a great idea, the brown bag. Other things have seed pods, which are easy to clip off, let them dry. So it just depends on which species of plant. Okay. Now, veggie gardens, since Mm -hmm. we're talking about um, seeds. So I'm a new gardener, and I want to plant some veggies. From year to year, which ones? So peppers. I have to replant peppers, correct? Uh, Yes, no. They're technically a perennial. Okay. However, most peppers are cold sensitive, so they get killed off. Yeah, okay. So that's why we replant. Right. So when we go to the Home Show Garden Pros, they're going to guide you on that. So say, Mm -hmm. I love broccoli and peppers and tomatoes, and they will guide you on what, you know, how you need to plant them and how you need to protect them. Absolutely. But this is the weekend to plant those tomatoes. Tomatoes. Still, soils are a little cool Uh for peppers. They like a warmer soil. Interesting. So hang on to the peppers. Also, you got to remember, too, like, down in Richmond, Rosenberg, where the enchanteds are, mm-hmm. their season is probably a week ahead of where we are up in Conroe. Right. So I get it. Because we're a little bit cooler up there. Okay. So so while they may be ready to go, we need to wait another week or so up where we're at. Up north. All right. So just keep in mind when you're listening, you yep. can be listening as far as Austin. Or if you're in you know, Nelson's, again, see, they're on the northwest side. It's uh-huh. going to be a little cooler up there. Okay. So keep that in mind. But it's okay for the tomatoes because they kind of like that the cool soil. Yes, we they just, can do well in it. Okay. We just don't want to freeze. And it's not so much that they'll grow well in it, but tomatoes, if temperatures get above 70 degrees, they quit setting fruit. Above 70. Oh, yeah, that's what we It's a general to... rule of thumb. I mean, their mm-hmm. solar set can go up to 60, 75, but most of them set better when the nighttime temperature is about 60 degrees. All right. So that's why we want to get them in, get them flowering while we still have cool nights. Right. Because once that heat starts, and sometimes we jump into that hot weather pretty quickly yes, after we never spring. Know. Yeah, it just, it can really jump in. So this is a great weekend for tomatoes. Yep. And like what I always do when I do mine, I'll put them in. Mm-hmm. And if it looks like we're going to have a frost, I should take a paper bag, put around them, and just put some soil to hold it down. Yep, yep. And that gives it four or five degrees of protection. Yeah, there you go. And then also we heard earlier, um, hold off on basil. So hold off on basil and peppers. It's a, it's a hot weather plant. It does better at 90 degree temperatures and 70. Okay, so it really likes that warm weather. Um, but it's fun to get those tomatoes in and um, – yeah. Benefit from that harvest. Things like sweet peas, they like the cool weather. Uh-huh. Some of the green beans can take the cooler weather. Okay. Squash, eggplant, okra like warm weather. Okay. So, so that's need to later. wait a couple more weeks. Right. And listen to the show. Call in at 281-833-3333. Or when you visit the Home Show Garden Pros, they can all give you this um, guidance on your veggie gardens. And we will return after this. Before the sun rises, Jim's out of bed, out the door, on the road, and up a ladder. That's because he's an ideal guy, an ideal roofing services guy on a mission. That's what it takes to earn GAF Master Elite status. A laser focused up with the sun on the roof, get it right work ethic. What's that get you? A better roof with a better warranty. You could pay someone else less for a roof and get less of a roof. Or go for the ideal, just like Jim and his team at Ideal Roofing Services. IdealRoofingServices.com. License 20628. Need a new water heater? Need it today? Isn't that how it usually happens? Here's good news. Call Abacus today. Get a new water heater today. Abacus makes getting a new water heater easy with free estimates and with approved credit, no payments, and no interest for six months. 
Plus, Abacus gives you a lifetime warranty on select water heaters. No hot water? No problem. Call Abacus. Get same-day professional water heater replacement. Details at abacusplumbing.net. Abacus, you can count on us. You're listening to the Home Show Garden Pros. Gardening help you want. Answers you can trust. From members of the Home Show Garden Pros Co-op. Sherry Hara from Plants for All Seasons in Northwest Houston. I'm Joey Linderman from Enchanted Nurseries and Landscapes in Richmond. Connect with Home Show Garden Pros co-op members anytime at homeshowgardenpros.com or call now at 281-833-3333. Welcome back to Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. I'm Sandy sitting here in the studio with John Ferguson from Nature's Way Resources and Garden Center. And this is a call-in show, and we sit here and discuss everything green and gardening. Well, actually, everything colored green and gardening. Outside, all sorts of colors this season. Um, you can give John a call at 281-833-3333. He is in the studio with me this morning, and it is a bright weekend this weekend. Not only is the sun out, but we've got activity going on with upcoming Valentine's Day, and we've got people busy um, out getting ready for the big game that's coming up. I know we don't have any local teams, but we have some local players and some fun stories mm-hmm. with the um, the game tomorrow night. So it's, it's an exciting time. But, you know, John, um, Valentine's Day, you know, sometimes folks go out and buy those dozen roses, Right. Well, they can buy a plant, a rose mm-hmm. plant, and you can have those roses forever. Well, yep. you know, forever in quotes, but you can nurture it and have your own roses. So um, I know I've had people say, oh, you don't give people plants. Well, I don't know. Oh, I think people I talk to like plants. Yeah. It's a permanent gift. And, right. And it's, every time they see it, they think of you. Right. Exactly. And you know what? It might get them started on a, on a fun habit, which is gardening and landscaping. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, to buy a rose bush, there are so many varieties. I just, I love the little, I've got a little teacup, the yellow rose. Um, we just transplanted some of my larger, um, antique roses. So we had to move them because mm-hmm. of a project in the backyard. So I'm excited to see how they do, but those guys are hardy. Antiques, most of them are hardy well below zero. Yeah, yeah. And, they're... and they, a lot of them are wonderful fragrances. Mm-hmm. Some of them repeat bloom all through the year. Yeah. And oh, that, I get bloomed several times a year, yeah. Yeah, it depends on the variety. There's some like that only bloom in the spring. Uh-huh. But there's some that repeat bloom six, seven times. Have wow. flushes. They'll rest for a week or two, then another flush. Right, right. But I love the fragrance of the antiques. Oh, it's so beautiful. Now, I'm assuming that Nature's Way Resources has some... Um, different varieties to choose from plant we do it's actually been fun some of the one of the biggest growers of the antiques is no longer selling wholesale really antique rose emporium so so we're waiting for some of the other growers to pick up the slack okay so you may need to get out there and grab your rose bush that's interesting well that's kind of scary i want i want plenty of roses to choose from well there's plenty of hybrid roses it's just the antiques Okay. All right. So what's the difference? Why the hybrid? Well, the hybrid's been developed for bigger flowers, uniform growth, long stems for cutting. They've lost disease resistance. They've lost their fragrance. 
Oh, the fragrance is what I would miss. Yes, that's okay. what I love about the antiques. Yeah. Also, the antiques produce rose hips. A rose hip can have a hundred times the vitamin C than an orange. Really? Yeah. So a lot of people make jelly out of the rose hips. They strengthen our immune system, and you not only get the flowers, you get the hips that you make jelly and jam out of. That is a great tip, and that's from the antique roses. Antique roses. I love it. Well, also, they're tough, diseased. You don't have to use chemicals or anything to keep them alive. Yeah. And, and they're drought tolerant, cold tolerant, flood tolerant. Mm-hmm. Well, mine have been there for a good seven years. And I, during the freeze, I've done nothing. During the drought, you know, I mean, they got sprinkler head um, watering, but mm-hmm. they just, they've done fine. Yep. Once established, they're tough plants. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good to know. I mean, it's almost, you know, like saying it's a native the antique roses. Yep. So they're really um, a nice addition. So grab a plant for somebody. I mean, I think that's a wonderful treat. Yeah. And we do have five, I think it's five varieties of native roses oh. throughout the South that you can get. But most of them, Lady Banks, there's a white and a yellow. And they'll get 30 feet up a tree, but they only bloom once a year. Okay. But it's a massive showing in the spring when they bloom. Wow. So you can choose from the natives. So the antique roses, hybrid natives, a lot to choose from. Yes. Well, I love the fragrance. Do the native roses have a fragrance? Uh, Depends on the variety. Okay. Some do, some don't. All right. So really the antique roses have the best fragrance. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, for years I had a swamp rose that's one of our natives right out next to my pond. It kind of drip over the waterfall. And so if a cane fell in the water, it would start rooting into the water. Oh, wow. Now, what about vines, roses on a vine, if I want something to climb? Some roses are climbers. Okay. Some roses are bush type. Okay. Some are in between. Yeah, yeah. So it depends on the variety. All right. Well, I need to find a climber um, for – it's going to be in a pot, though. Is that going to be okay? Well, in a pot, you're going to have a smaller root zone. Okay. So you have to restrict the growth. Okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Think about Mother Nature. You know, when they're in the mm-hmm. ground, they have more space to go. But I had a big hickory tree in my yard, and I had a yellow Lady Blanks, Lady Banks. It was probably 40 feet up the tree and just covered it. Mm. And being deciduous, the, it would just turn yellow for several weeks in the spring when it bloomed before the tree would leaf out. Wow. Then it leafed out, and they coexisted. So That's nice. I love it. I love it. So thinking of roses... You may want to get there and and go to one of our home show garden pros and look for um, a rose plant to give somebody. Mm-hmm. It would be beautiful. And John, do you know why um, I did a little trivia research? Okay. Do you know why that people typically give a dozen roses? No. So the dozen roses is twelve months out of the year, um, and it symbolizes that we're complete. So that's husbands, you know, when you go and you give the dozen roses, it's that's why. And if you want to double the completeness, you can do two dozen roses. <laughs> but I love the idea of the plant because then you've got that forever. This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. Give John Ferguson a call from two at 281-833-3333, 281-833. 3333 and we'll return after this. Get your green on at Plants for All Seasons. From perennials and annuals to ground cover and grasses, their hand-chosen plants are second only to their support. Get even greener. Plants for All Seasons gardening classes are a fun way to learn something new for everyone. From beginning or master gardeners, 
Plants for all seasons. 21328 Highway 249, just north of Luetta. And online at plantsforallseasons.com. Hey, listen. Hear that? My new garage door. Tom Tynan said, call the overhead door company of Houston. And now, no squeaks and groans or noisy opener. Open smooth, closes the same way. Good looking, too. Dresses up my house for a fair price. I could have found a cheaper door, but not one this good. With an industry-leading warranty from the folks who invented overhead doors. Just listen to it. Fruiting roses around Valentine's Day is an annual rite for rosarians. Have roses? Prune them. But always cut roses for vases. A deadheading reward. This is Home Show Garden Pros. Do you have a project this weekend? Well, beautiful yards start with Sienna Mulch. Sienna is a green waste recycler and the manufacturer of premium hardwood mulches. It's family owned since 2009. They are on the south side. Beautiful family. I visited Ashley and Courtney and her brother. They're all three very involved in the business and it's just a fun place to be. Lots of energy. They have, you can choose from for your project, mulch. Soil, sand, compost, gravel, and stone. They have it all there and quite a variety to choose from. Sienna Mulch also carries all of your favorite fertilizers that we talk about here on Home Show Garden Pros and plant foods. And they also have landscapers tools for all of your projects. Plus, they deliver small loads from their Rocherin location. Sienna Mulch is so much more than mulch. Find out more at homeshowgardenpros.com for Sienna Mulch. And good morning. We have Chris on the line. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Hey, what do you have for John? Uh, I was calling. Uh, I have two questions. So about a year ago, um, I can't remember around what time it was, but I actually had two uh, rose bushes, and I trimmed them because they were getting pretty tall, and they had, they had kind of died off in the, in the cold. Uh, one of them grew back, you know, nice and beautiful, and the other one didn't. I don't know if I trimmed it down too low. Is that a thing, or I don't know what could have happened. Yeah, that's a possibility. If the cuts weren't smooth, if the cuts are smooth, they'll usually callous over. If they're not smooth and ragged, maybe a disease got in there, a fungus or something that killed it. It's it's hard to say for sure without seeing it. When did you trim them? I want to say it was around this time last year. Okay. I was prepping for uh, you know, for the spring. Okay. Yeah, this this time of year is a good time to prune roses. In fact, yeah. I think the Houston Rose Society has got a seminar coming up on pruning roses. Yeah, awesome. Um, so you've got so is one of them? Does one of them look like it's um, budding out yet or having colorful leaves? Oh yeah, one, yeah. One one of them one of them looks like it's, it's doing great, and the other one is kind of just kind of slowly. You know, um, it's not blooming as much. Can yep. he do the scratch test on the other one, or what? Yeah, if it's if as long as if it has leaves on its green, it may come back. Yep. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> it does. It does have leaves on there. Oh, so that's just take, taking a little time. Yeah, it probably just maybe had a state of shock. We should on any plant never cut off more than one third at a time. Oh. Oh, okay. So okay, okay, got you. So if, okay. if you've cut off more than that, it could be distress. Okay. Just kind of imagine if someone cut off your arm or your leg. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be. You're not gonna be as healthy for a while. 
Yeah. Now, what about right. any fertilizer? Should he? Can he? Is it too late to use nope. fertilizer on our roses? No, that's one thing nice. But organic fertilizers, you can use it any time. Yep. Yep. What do you suggest? What, what I do for all my plants, roses, trees, vegetables, put down the remetalizer, put down some MicroLife Ultimate, and top dress with compost. All right. Or composted okay. mulch, depending. Okay, that, one more question. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, um, a MicroLife user. I've been using it for years now. Uh, is now the time to go ahead and I'm getting ready to head to the beach. So I was going to buy some MicroLife. Is now the time to use that for my yard? Um and what else do you suggest to put in there with the microlife to get the? If you haven't done that's remineralizer, that's a okay. you know, put down. That's full of the trace minerals. And trace minerals to plants are like vitamins to a human. You don't need a lot, but if you don't have them, you're not as healthy. Mm-hmm. And it shows up in plants as insect and disease problems. The other thing okay. is top dress with a good quality leaf mold compost. Okay. All right. And you well, thank and. You so much for your time. And Chris on the remineralizer. So John, that that's the one where I can just I can put it everywhere, right? Yeah, just scatter it like chicken feed. Yeah, scatter it out. It can go on landscaping and lawn, and it's gonna um, all plants. Great. And you do it once every four or five years, so it's a little bit goes a long way. Yeah, so you don't have to do it every season, which nope. is nice. Well, good luck on those roses. Thank you so much for your help. Okay, Chris. Thank you. Well, that's such a good reminder about not cutting more than a third. Yeah. So be careful, especially after the freeze. You know, some of our woody plants, We now's the time to probably cut those back, but we need to be careful how far. Yes. One of the things, if you cut too close to a living tissue, mm. you may the dead wood may act like a wick sucking the moisture out of it, causing more of the plant to die. Okay. Yeah. And then um, you mentioned with Chris about how clean the cut was. And yes. that's a good reminder about sharpening our tools yes, and cleaning them, which I didn't realize we had to clean them. I mean, years ago, I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. So tell me why. Well, if they happen to you cutting one that has a disease spore, if you don't clean it, you could transfer it to the next plant. Okay. All right. From plants to plants. plants. And then sharp because we don't want to expose it? Well, when you make a clean cut, it's it's nice and smooth. Right. And the cells can callus over and protect it. Oh. When you – if the tool's not sharp, it rips it. It makes a very yes. ragged cut. I've seen it. And yep. If you think about a lawn, if you've got a sharp mower, it's a nice smooth edge. Okay. If the mo- the blade is dull, the l- grass blade is shredded. Okay. So the same thing happens on a pruner to a lesser degree. Okay. So a more ragged cut's going to expose it. Correct. To more disease. Correct. Okay. So or makes it easier for a disease or a pest to enter. Okay, makes it easier. I get that. Yeah, because there's more ragged openings. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, get, let's get those tools sharpened before we start trimming our. Also, sharp tools are safer than dull tools. Most accidents occur on dull tools. Oh, because on the dull, you're like fighting it. Yes, and it slips and whatever. But, okay. Well, you know, whether I, before I ever do any garden chart, like a hoe or a shovel, I get out there, put it in my vise, take my file, make sure I got a good sharp edge on it. It's less work. Yeah. And it does a better job and it's safer. Right. Well, let's keep that in mind because that's a good project. You know, head out in the garage or um, the shed and find out what needs to be cleaned yep. up and sharpened. You know, my pruning shears, you can buy replacement blades, but I actually have a wet sharpener where the, the, it's a super fine uh, metal sharpening stone and a round one, and it rolls through water. 
so I can resharpen my blades. Just right there. Right there. Yeah. Take them off and resharpen them so I don't have because they're expensive to buy. Right. They are. I mean, once you invest in your tools, let's take good care of them. Yep. And then let's make sure that they're not damaging our lovely landscaping and plants. This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610 that you are joining us. And you can give John a call at 281-833-3333, 281-833-3333, and we will return after this. Bring enchantment to your garden. Whether you're an expert or a novice, Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Garden's talented staff helps you bring magic to your garden. No matter what the season, find seeds and trees, herbs and veggies, annuals and perennials, succulents and cacti, bulbs and even shrubs. Everything needed to give your garden enchantment. Bring the family. Experience all that's growing and waiting for you at Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Gardens. Enchanted Forest on FM 2759 and Enchanted Gardens on FM 359 in Richmond. Now, back to answering your gardening questions with the Home Show Garden Pros. Our grass has been dormant. It's been sleeping. So now we need to give it a jump start. And a great way to do that is with MicroLife. So your yard and landscaping need a little bit of a wake up. You can feed them with MicroLife organic fertilizers or the Humates Plus in the purple bag. You can add MicroLife Liquid Organics and MicroLife MicroGrow. They deliver the highest nutritional values possible, and you'll never burn your plants or lawn, and that is a biggie with MicroLife. It is safe to use. It's all organic. It's safe for you, safe for your children, safe for your pets. For healthy soils, healthy plants, and healthy people, Find MicroLife at your favorite Home Show Garden Pro. Find your neighborhood location at microlifefertilizer.com. And good morning. This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. I have the pleasure of sitting across from John Ferguson from Nature's Way Resources and Garden Center. And he may not like it, but I call him the professor of soil. Um, I'm honored to be here and to learn something new every morning, um, every Saturday morning that I sit across from him and all of our Home Show Garden Pros. But they all bring something special to the show, and we appreciate it. Um, We can really delve in deep to any of your questions or concerns. And speaking of that, John, we have a couple of calls waiting for you. Okay. So right now we're going to take Ed. Good morning, Ed. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this is the one I've been waiting on. Uh, needed you, Mr. Ferguson. <laughs> I'm ready to drive up to get my compost stuff in the bed of the truck. But uh-huh. I need some other things I want to ask you about, too, for my grass. Okay, shoot. Uh, and my uh, and my beds. Uh, I've got one strip of grass area that had a lot of Bermuda, but the St. Augustine was doing well until the crazy freeze. Mm-hmm. And I want to go ahead and and uh, and scrape it back, get rid of what was the primarily Bermuda area, which is about four feet by maybe twenty five feet. And I want to put down sod as my idea. Uh, with that being said, what would you say I need to do to prep it right to make that the showcase part of my yard? <laughs> okay. Bermuda goes by runners. They're typically, they could be an inch or two underneath the surface, so you'd have to strip yes. the top three or four inches of soil out. Okay, oh. three, four gone. Okay. 
and make sure you, you know, when you start digging, you'll find out where it is. So you just have to dig it out. If yeah. you leave those stems or those runners, it'll re-sprout. Yeah. So I'm you, from the country, so I remember that. <laughs> okay. Well, so you're familiar with that. So you got to get rid of that. Yes. Or the other thing is Bermuda likes to be cut close. San Augustine likes to be cut tall. Right. If you cut it tall, four inches plus, the St. Augustine will eventually choke out to Bermuda. Oh. Yeah. I, I did a good job of that. See, I started organic two years ago. Uh-huh. Yay. I talked to you several times. And, uh, boy, did I have good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not luck. I, I had good results. Yeah. I don't believe in the word luck. Um, so I'm all right with that. But this, this area now, because of the setback of the freeze with the uh, – St. Augustine, I want to just go ahead and this year not nurture it like I did the first two years where it did so good. I had gotten rid of most of the Bermuda uh-huh. in those areas, but now I just want to, my patience is a little <laughs> a little different this year. I want to get rid of it and put down good St. Augustine sod and be done with it. Uh, okay, then like I said, you got to scrape it down a couple inches till you get beneath those runners. Okay, so I'll then what does he do <clears throat> after, after he that, gets that up? You can then come back in with some compost, mix into it. You rip, put the remineralizer, some microlife, get it all mixed in the soil, then put the sod on top. Okay. Now, what soil would you recommend coming back with? Something I get from you up there? Yeah, we have uh, a... Along with my compost that I'm going to get? Well, we have a lawn mix that already has the compost mixed in. <gasps> nice. So, oh, so okay. all you add is the... Now we're talking. Now you just add the, you know, the microlife and you add some remineralizer, and that's it. Okay, so lawn... Uh, Lawn with uh, compost mixed in. Correct. Okay. Now, I don't have a big area, so a bed load of that sounds like it might be, well, probably not, though, if I'm going to get rid of three inches. So, no, that'll probably work out fine. And yeah. I'll come back for another load of compost for my full yard. Does Correct. Does that make sense? Yep. That oh, work. Okay, you get yeah. people do that all the time. Okay. Yeah, okay. Now we're talking. Okay. Now, you'd uh, mentioned the beds. Yeah, he's I've about got the- uh, beds that we pretty well have uh, nurtured back to some good soil. We live out in northwest Houston in the Cypress area, so old rice fields and stuff like that. Right. What our subdivisions are all sitting on. And over the last three years, I've nurtured that soil to the point now that I want to plant in the rear corner that's past our pool and we sit out and look at it all the time. I want to plant something that's that's pretty, draws butterflies, hummingbirds, mm-hmm. stuff of that nature. We ain't going to put no azaleas and stuff like that. We want something that's more, I'll call it native, but just I want to see some birds and bees and some flowers and smell something. Oh, nice. Oh, there's so many choices. And it's so- an area that's about... Um, probably eight feet by, oh, roughly fifteen feet. It's almost a square. Okay. Well, you got you got several choices. Room to put several things. Well, like I said, some of the roses we talked about could go there. One of my favorites, the Esperanza, or what's called Texas Yellow Bells, oh, brilliant yeah. yellow flowers. Uh, for fragrance, God, the sweet Alban Verbena. Has good fragrance. It will grow in that type of area, and I assume this gets a lot of sun. It does. It gets yeah. a lot of sun after the sun comes up high enough to come over the the wood uh, the, the wood 
fence dividing line, uh, then it's sun until into the afternoon. Well, a couple of thoughts. Well, you can go out to Nelson's Water Gardens here close to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And see there. Also, the uh, Garden Club of Houston, uh, the River Oaks Garden, excuse me, River Oaks Garden Club, published a book about on the flowers for Houston. They got wonderful pictures in there. Mm. And you can get that and look and see things you like, and it tells if they're fragrant or not. Mm-hmm. And that'll give you some okay. idea of choices because there's hundreds of plants that will grow in that type of area. Right. And then he's yeah. coming up to you. <coughs> To get the compost, yep. and um, you've got great native plants up yeah, there. Yeah, we have a lot of native plants that would be good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Beautyberry. That's oh, a beautyberry. Yeah. Yeah, it has beautiful fall in the fall. The the lavender or purple fruit that birds love. Tiny flowers and pollinators like in the spring. It's drought tolerant, flood tolerant, cold tolerant. What do you think about salvia? I saw bumblebees on my salvia. Is Salvias that? are great plants. I mean, okay. there's dozens of varieties. Uh, the Texas Star Hibiscus. It's a perennial oh. hibiscus. Beautiful red flowers all summer. And it's a little bit more hardy? Oh, it's root hardy down 10, 15 below zero. Okay, so that one, the Texas <coughs> Star, make sure, you know, because yeah, the hibis- Hox- Hibiscus coccinia. We got those. Texas Star Hibiscus. Yeah. Yeah, and it yeah, blooms all summer. That. I can't spell what you just said, Mr. Ferguson. Yeah, well, if you go to the Home Show Garden Pros, any of them, yeah. they'll be selling the natives, you know, the, right. the ones that are going to be right. good for our area. Okay, got you. But you got, literally, right. you got hundreds of choices of work in that area. Ooh, it's going to be a pretty corner. Oh, it is. I sit out there more than my wife does, and I just, I'm, I'm from Cotton Farm in Louisiana, born uh-huh. and raised. I love to sit outside. You know what? I love, I think our Home Show Garden pros are tired of me saying this, but I'm a little bit addicted to lantanas. That's what I was getting ready to bring up. I love my little lantanas, Ed, because um, can you, do you know what the lantana looks like? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I just love that it's got this little tiny delicate flower, but it is a tough woody plant. And those butterflies go and chomp on that. Yeah. Oh, it's just fun to watch. Yeah, the Texas lantana is native. It grows wild up at yeah. my farm. Yeah, up on the bayou. And that's yeah. how I got hooked on it. I remember taking a picture of it one time and taking it into Nelson's. And I'm like, I want one of these. And they're like, well, of course, so here. You- so, Ed, you could put something like that Texas star in the background, a couple of those. Uh-huh. Then your lantana, which gets up two, three foot tall. Yeah, they get Then push maybe it. some salvias at the very front. Ooh. So you have a taper, and you have color all season. Boy, that sounds – now we're talking. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah this, this is the year I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill in that corner. I took out the last old azalea bush that I got tired nursing. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Last, uh, oh, you know – the end of summer, I just took it out, uh, dug the roots out, and I, I started me a compost pile. Uh, and uh, I'm going to take that dirt now because I turned it the other day, and boy, I got big, pretty earthworms in it. Mm-hmm. So I Excellent. said, "Hey, I'm 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 beginning to do something here now." Good. No, that's always a good sound when you get earthworms. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. And you taught me my lesson about clover months and months ago. Uh huh. And <laughs> you told me clover ain't bad. Yeah. <laughs> no. So that's that's a good sign. And, it, uh, yeah, it builds soil. Yeah, my my Saint Augustine in the front yard. I'm the only one on the street with green grass. Yeah, yep. yeah, good for At you. Point. And I'm gonna go put some more. I'm about to pull into Wabash now and buy some microlife because I'm out of the uh, the fertilizer. I've got some of the brown patch and all that. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But I'm gonna stoke up and then. Now, next weekend, provided there's no rain in the forecast, 
uh, I wanted to do it earlier, but I'm, I didn't because now I'm glad I didn't because it got too cold for me to want to fool with it. Uh, would be a good time for composting the St. Augustine area as well as building my area with the, uh, uh, the, the compost and lawn soil mix, right? Correct. Yeah, what I do is you know, just go ahead and get your planar blade sharp, mow it, use a mulching mm-hmm. blade, chop it up fine, then put your compost down. And that okay. way you chop up all the dead, and it will add more organic matter to the soil. Okay. And let the compost drop in, and the dark color will help warm that soil and get that St. Augustine growing. Okay, and I also wanted to put uh, a coat of humates down. Uh, I did some last year, but uh, I'm so late to the program on trying to get this soil all over the yard to some kind of decent level after I got rid of all that synthetic stuff I used to use. Humates uh, never hurt, right? Correct. You can put it down any time of the year. Mm-hmm. And and it's just a matter if you want to go ahead and spend the money, but it's certainly going to always do good no matter when you use it. Correct. It won't will never hurt. It can only help. That's why the and, organic uh, is so handy for right. for some of us who don't like schedules. Right. And I put remineralizer down from your place uh, last year uh, about this time. And I was thinking that I want to put a layer of that down again everywhere on the grass area. Is that okay, too? It's okay. It won't hurt. You may not need it, though. You think so? If you put down 40 pounds per 300 square feet, you're good for four or five years. Nice. Oh, I've heard you say that before, but, you know, I I guess I'm so leery of what I've done in the past and didn't do that uh, I don't mind spending the money. But if you tell me it ain't going to do any good, uh, not necessarily – it ain't going to help much, then I won't do it this year because I did. I yeah. put down a good hit last year. Yeah, it won't hurt you. It depends on where you were when you began with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having a little down. bit extra, you know, might help. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, why. That I... Lanyap part sounds good because where <laughs> I was, I was just a shade away from still digging out the builder's crap. Oh, yeah. I yep. push a shovel down. Yeah. So. Okay, we good. Okay, Ed. Well, good luck. Thanks for calling. Don't forget, don't use that word love. Oh, that's right. Good growing. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Thank y'all. Healthy growing. That's thank y'all so much. Have a good weekend. This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. You can give John Ferguson a call at 281-833-3333. And when we return, we will talk with Alvin. Your soil is like a rechargeable battery. The better it is, the longer the energy lasts. Landscapers Pride soils and premium mulches are made from locally sourced all-organic materials capable of handling the summer's heat and feeding your plants efficiently. Landscapers Pride's mulches and amendments mixes are blended to help plants thrive in the clay and sandy loam found in southern Texas. It's trusted by garden professionals. So grab a bag of Landscapers Pride at a Garden Pro nursery and recharge. Find a retail location near you at landscaperspride.com. Who needs a generator after hurricane season? Only someone wanting dependable electricity. Consider this. Wind and growing power grid demand are more likely to put you in the dark. Unless there's a generator behind your house. Tom trusts KISS Generators. KISS services all generators, replacing filters, checking oil, and your battery. Plus, performs Kohler Generator software updates. Because what good is your generator if it doesn't start? KISS keeps yours ready. Isn't it time you knew the power of a KISS? 
kissgenerators.com. Pruning roses around Valentine's Day is an annual rite for Rosarians. Have roses? Prune them. But always cut roses for vases. A deadheading reward. This is Home Show Garden Pros. Hi, everybody. It's Anita. And Mary. Hey, Mom. Do you know what season this is? It's bed building season. That's right. A great time to get out there and build new garden beds. Not only that, but it's also a great time to refresh your existing bed. Now, how do you do that? First, prune back and remove all the mushy stuff from the past freeze. Next, check your woody shrubs for life. That's right. By using the scratch test, just scratch back a bit of the bark, and if it's green underneath, the plant's still alive, and you just leave it alone until spring. Next, add Humate Plus for microlife, and additionally, add a half inch to one inch of Nature's Way leaf mold compost. You can also add three to four inches of pine straw to suppress winter weed growth. An alternate method would be to use a pre-emergent to keep weed seeds from germinating. And you can find all your bed building needs here at Nelson Nursery. Including some prescriptions for your freeze-stressed plants. Yes, we have the Boomerang comeback formula from Fox Farm and MicroLife liquid fertilizers that help strengthen your plants after they've been through that stress of the freeze. Nelson Nursery and Water Gardens, you can find us. And now back to John and Sandy. Howdy, gardeners. This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. You can give John Ferguson from Nature's Way Resources and Garden Center a call at 281-833-3333, an easy number. And John, we've got Alvin on the line. Good morning, Alvin. Good morning. What do you have for John? Well, I have an oak tree in my front yard. Uh, the uh, subdivision uh, is fairly new, built in, home built in 2012. Okay. Uh, so it's only about 15, 20 feet tall, something like that, you know, not that tall yet. It had moss growing on it, a gray moss growing on it, but I think the free sort of killed that off. But I'm hearing about microlife, and I was wondering, is that something that I could use to nourish the oak tree, grass, and bushes? Absolutely. You know, years ago when I was in college, it was all about these different chemical formulas and stuff. The modern soil science, we feed the soil, then let the soil feed the plant. The, whether it's a tree or a rose or a carrot, the plant will send signals to the microbes telling it what it needs. And the microbes will, for it's a mycorrhizal fungi or something, will go out there and find that element and bring hmm. it to the plant. It's a magnificent symbiotic relation. So, yes, you can put them around your oak tree. You can put the microlife around it, put down some, like I said, remineralizer trace elements. You can top dress of compost, and that's all it needs. And it'll help the tree be strong and healthy. Leaf mold compost is what you're referring to also, right? Yep. Around the drip line. Yep. Okay, and the, uh, the question also, I'm, I'm in the Pearland area, uh, uh-huh. just north of Beltway 8, uh, down 288. Is there a location somewhere in, around this area for, for Michael Life, or do oh. I need to drive up north? Oh, they should be similar. Friendswood Hardware would probably. Uh-huh. And Enchanted Forest, Enchanted Gardens, more Sugarland Richmond area. Yeah, they're a little further away. A little further away. But, um, yeah, Microlife and Leaf Mold Compost, you can find it. About everywhere. Yeah, about everywhere. 
Um, maybe not box stores. No, no. We don't. Well, well, I assume that I've, I've been listening to y'all for a while. Yes, good. You're you're on board with that. Well, it sounds like you know that leaf mold compost, um, Alvin, is magical, and the micro life too. So I think you're really going to see um, some nice results. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And uh, one quick item. I had two bushes. I've already lost uh, two of my bushes in the front yard uh, around the, around the front door there. And had to pull them up, and then two more uh, went leafless for a while again during the freeze. But I'm seeing the two that lost mo- almost, I say, seventy percent of their leaves or eighty percent, and there's just a few leaves toward the base, toward the bottom of the bush. Should I let let the, to let those uh, stand since there is there, there are a few uh, leaves on it? And see if that microlife brings them back, or is it already too late? I just leave them alone and see what happens. Here in a couple of weeks, if you see new growth, they'll start growing new leaves, new sprouts and limbs. Mm-hmm. And you know, if the roots are alive and because they're already established, they'll come back faster than putting a new plant in. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then is there anything he can do? Are they getting sun, the plants? Oh, it's the front yard. Oh, okay. And it's, di- it's direct sign. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. What about the soil? Anything you should check on on the soil or add to a soil? Again, the same thing for all plants, the microlife, the remineralizer, and either compost or uh, composted mulch. Yeah, so you can put some of that that you are also getting for the for the oak tree. You can use the same on your landscaping. Yeah. Okay, because what I've been doing is using the mulch uh, uh, initially just to cover and, and keep – the bed, you know, building the bed up. Uh, but when that freeze came up, it was uh, next to the impossible finding mode, so I had to, you know, just literally just buying sod oh, and yeah. putting sod down to protect against the freeze yes. on bo- around the tree and around the bushes. So what do you think, John, maybe add some compost to that those landscaping? Yeah, compost never hurts. Yeah, and that'll help with that mulch maybe that you kind of had to panic and put down. Correct. And also... Yeah. There's different types of mulch, just like there's different qualities of cars. Mulches have their thing. Pine bark, hardwood bark are some of the worst things we can use. Oh, yeah. We used them for uh, well, years. I know about the pine bark. Like I said, I've been mentioning it all. Uh, I'm trying to think what it was I used. Uh, I, I, the last one I bought, it was that color one. I know you don't yeah. not to use the color, but I mean. You were desperate. Case of tra- yeah, trying to cover yeah. something with the roots yep. to cover them. Yeah, it can kill the colored mulch can kill a lot of plants. But that leaf mold compost that will help and put a du- if you got the colored mulch down, I'd put a double or triple amount of microlife down to offset. There you go. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe there's some hope for those plants in the front. Yeah. Well, well, again, at the bottom toward the base, there are there there are a few leaves. That's good sprouting. news. Yeah, the night area. That means that area is still alive. There you go. Just nurture it a little bit, Alvin, and um, with what John was telling you. So the microlife, leaf mold compost. Yep. And some remineralizer if you've never done it. And remineralizer. I love the remineralizer. And you can put that everywhere. Correct. And what was the location you said on, uh, you said Highway 6, Sugarland? Um, Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Gardens is Sugarland and Richmond, Richmond Rosenberg. Yeah, so south. Okay. Okay, enchanted. You said you're in Pearland with the Friendswood Hardware. Well, again, I'm and, closer to, to 288. Okay. Yeah, still Friendswood so, Hardware. Friendswood Hardware has all of that too also. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They have the Nature's Way compost, and leaf mold compost, the microlife, and the remineralizer. Yep. Okay. Okay? 
All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for your call, Alvin. Good growing. Now, um, our previous caller has me scared of saying good luck. That's right. Good growing. <laughs> this is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. You can reach John at 281-833-3333. And when we return, we'll talk with Donald. Like I was saying, doors are the magic portal to your world. Uh-huh. Steel doors, wood doors, iron doors, fiberglass doors, tall doors, modern doors. Door clearance center? Triple doors, wide doors, barn doors, interior doors, patio doors. They have all the doors you can handle. Door handles, door knobs, door locks. At Door Clearance Center. That's about it. DoorClearanceCenter.com Now back to the Home Show Garden Pros. It's that time of year. Join Tom Tynan at the Lake Houston Home and Outdoor Living Show at the Humble Civic Center next weekend. He will be airing live from 9 to noon, and then he'll be hanging out to answer your questions at the Lake Houston Home and Outdoor Living Show at the Humble Civic Center. There are going to be hundreds of new home improvement ideas. Astro's Orbit is going to be there. The Laundry Guy will be there. You can look at plants and spas and trees and home improvement ideas all at the Lake Houston Home and Outdoor Living Show. They allow teachers to hop in there at half price, active military and personnel. They get in free on Sundays and kids under 12 are free. Parking is free. It's just a great event. So click on the banner at homeshowradio.com for your information on the Lake Houston Home and Outdoor Living Show next weekend. This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. I am here with John Ferguson and I was told that I'm running late. This is my fault today, so I will take it on me. But, Donald, what is your question for John? And then I'm going to kind of have to go right to your question. So what is it, Donald? Uh, really quick, with all this rain, I've got a uh, problem with crawfish in my backyard. I need to get rid of them. Oh, best ways to get drainage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never had to deal with that problem because, you know, so I'm not really sure. You could, I'm sure there's some pesticides, but I hate using things yeah. like that. The best thing is just correct the conditions. You get your drainage improved. Yeah. Dig out some areas maybe and get that water out. Yep. Drain it better. Bring in fill, whatever. That's the best way to control them. If okay. not, they'll come back. You can kill them off now, but if the conditions are there, they're going to come right back. Okay. So drainage and fill. What can he fill with? A good topsoil. Okay. All right. Well, Donald, thank you for the question. Does that help? Thank, thank you very much. All right. Thanks. That is a new question. We've never had that before. Crawfish there. Wow. So topsoil and drainage. And you know what? A lot of times I hear you talking about that. You know, it's, it's all about the soil. But if even if the soil's too wet, it can cause problems. And look, this one is causing pest problems. Yep. Actually, crawfish are very beneficial. Yeah. Because you think about particularly in the clay soils. They don't absorb water easy, but those tunnels allows water to soak in when it rains. Then they can be absorbed horizontally as well as vertically. Well, nice. And you get more moisture into the soil that plants can use during the summer. And there you go. So they provide a lot of benefit. Right. So now if he can just – he probably has some healthy soil under there, but if he could just get the water drained, right. fill it with some topsoil, then maybe it will be a nice area to plant something. Correct. Nice. Oh, wow. Well, I love to hear about – 
those beneficial pests. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is Home Show Garden Pros on Sports Radio 610. I am here with John Ferguson from Nature's Way Resources and Garden Center. He is our Home Show Garden Pro this morning, and we will return after this. Nobody would call you drab, tired, or dull. But how about your house? Over time, its colors fade, cracks grow. Unless you call Rudy's Quality Painting. Give your house new life, inside and out. Quality painting. From crown molding to baseboards and everything in between, including door refinishing. Rudy's Quality Painting Professionals refresh and renew your home. Looks better. Feels better, too. More like you, right? Get started. Visit rudysqualitypainting.com. Don't make compromises. Make a statement with James Hardy Fiber Cement Siding. Beware of siding advertised as wood made better. Engineered wood siding is still wood. So, pests prey on it, weather ravages it, making it hard to hold its color over time. Moisture can cause it to swell and warp, and engineered wood is natural fuel for fire. In fact, no wood is good. Build with the strength and stability of James Hardy Siding. Learn more at homeshowradio.com slash hardy. Now, back to the Home Show Garden Pros. Good morning. This is Home Show Garden Pros. We have had a blast here with John Ferguson from Nature's Way Resources and Garden Center. We have had questions from vegetables to crawfish. I mean, it has just been amazing. So um, thank you very much for all your calls and for listening. And John, it has been a pleasure having you here um, on the Home Show Garden Pros. Now, we didn't get to circle back on seeds. I know we were talking a little bit about tomatoes and different things we can plant now, but you had some more ideas on seeds. Yeah, it depends on the, the species. Some seeds, you put them in when the soils are cold and wet, they'll rot in the ground. Okay. So, like I got marigolds. They, <gasps> yes. I'm waiting. I'm going to probably wait another week before I put the seeds in because they like the cooler temperatures. I've got zinnias to plant. What happened, my yard used to be very shady when I had 20-some-odd citrus that I lost. Now i got lots of sun, so it's time to do some more you know, planting with ornamentals. But zinnias like warmer temperatures, so I'll wait a couple, two or three more weeks before I put them in. Okay. Morning glory, same thing. Cypress vine. Uh, I've already planted my 4 o'clock seeds because they can tolerate the moist things, and they're a nice fragrant. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I got the... some nicotinias that are good for shade lovers, and they're very fragrant. And they like to attract the hummingbird moths. <gasps> so you got to know a little bit about the plant, the seed type, as to when you plant. Right, as to when you plant and where, because like you said, in the shade versus sun. Mm-hmm. Now, what was the shade one that attracts the hummingbirds? Nicotinia. Nicotinia, that's a great one. because Flowering tobacco is called. Yeah. Very fragrant. Now, marigolds, that's it, a good it's thing. hummingbird moss, not hummingbirds. Hummingbird moss, yes, yes, I'm sorry, um, in the shade. But mm-hmm. but sometimes it's hard to find something that we can, mm-hmm. you know, grow in the shade that's going to be beautiful and and stay healthy and strong. Now, you mentioned marigold seeds. Planting those in my garden is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, one, particularly the older-fashioned varieties are they're good for pollinators. Okay. Also, the odor, particularly some of them, repels pests. Oh, so not only so a, a pollinator, of, but oh. Yes. So a lot of people like to you know, use cinder blocks or something or frame their gardens. They put the marigolds in the cinder blocks. 
It's oh, just well, one of the little things you can work again, use nature to fight nature. Right. Oh, well, that's a good idea with the cinder blocks. I hadn't even thought about that because I just kind of plant mine randomly. Yeah. Cinder blocks are a common way to make raised beds. Yes. Yes. I have one raised bed, but I put them in there. So don't forget to add those pollinators because that'll help with our mm-hmm. veggie gardens. And I love the idea about the zinnias. You know, we need to wait probably, what, March for the seeds? Usually first of March. Okay. Depends. Again, if, when is it soil warming up? Right. We never know here in Houston, is it going to have an early spring or a late spring? Right. So we just got to pay attention. That's why I don't like schedules. Just listen to the weather. That's right. Listen to the weather and watch Mother Nature. Yep. And that's why I love all of our home show garden pros because that's the lesson that you have all taught me is, you know, really just – Knowing your space, whether it's your balcony and your potted plants or whether it's your acreage, it doesn't matter, but just read your plants. And Mm -hmm. I like a schedule in life, John, but when it comes to my outdoor gardening, I do it as just as fun as a hobby, Mm -hmm. and I do not want to be looking at my calendar for that. Correct. There's an old gardening proverb that says, a gardener's best friend is their shadow. Oh, say that again. A gardener's best friend is their shadow. Exactly. If you're not out there observing. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the fun part for me, the the observing and the succeeding and sometimes failing, and that's okay. Learn from your mistakes. That's right, and that's why we're here on Home Show Garden Pros, and our pro was John Ferguson this morning from Nature's Way Resources and Garden Center. What a treat, and we will return after this. You could spend your whole weekend slogging through that to-do list of chores at home. Ah! Or you could go from to-do to done like a boss. Get the help it takes from Houston's go-to guy for the sport of home improvements. Tom Tynan on Home Show Radio. I'll listen to your show forever. God bless. Coming up next after the Home Show Garden Pros. And anytime you want. And HomeShowRadio.com. Pros you can trust. Tips, advice, videos, and the Home Show Podcast. Always on. Always free. HomeShowRadio.com. Stay tuned. Home Show Radio will return shortly.